Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broder, we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Hello Chris, how are you doing? I have started my journey. <laughs> to <laughs> journey to what? Started journey. my journey to, uh, to uh, being the proud owner of a Toyota Century. Um, I have... Um, <laughs> no, he's finally have, done it. Finally pulled the trigger. Um, a guy called Ken um, has secured me a Toyota Century from Oita, uh, and I will be swapping it for my uh, car that I've got now. Um, so I'm proud to say I'm going to be um, leading you all by the hand <laughs> and the neck <laughs> through my journey of importing no. a JDM Japanese car. Is it uh, expensive? A, uh, no, no, it's, it's cheaper way cheaper yeah. than the car I've got now so um, wow. it, it will be a downgrade if nothing else but uh, yes I am I have secured a 121 kilometre uh, 1000 kilometre um, Toyota Century uh, and let's see what happen- let's see what state it's in when it gets to these because <laughs> I've had no one look over it every last thing that every last bit of advice they give you get someone in Japan to check it over for you and make sure you do this make sure you do that I've done none of that none of that I just went, give oh me it. Oh, my God, Pete. Um, give me it. I'm so impatient. Just give me it, um, and I'll figure out the repercussions. So no doubt uh, it'll be um, split up for junk uh, on eBay oh. um, later this year. But um, it's going to take a long time. It takes, like, a good old like three months to import a car from start to finish. It's a, it's so a is it going to be process. literally, like, rolled onto a boat, Yokohama docks, again, shipped yeah. around the planet, and then it'll yeah. be in your car park, in your house yeah, one day? certainly will. Wow. Certainly will. Shame, I can't just bring it back with me at Christmas or something. <laughs> know, in my yeah, suitcase. Drive it home. Or, yeah. I just thought, look, why you're in a point in your life where um, the, I don't have kids, so I can do stupid stuff. Let's figure <laughs> out if we can get this done. Let's see, figure out if we get this done, and then and then we can change the car at the last minute. Um, and but it will save me. It will gain me some money by default. I will sell a car I've got. Um, this will be cheaper. So anyone watching, like my partner. <laughs> It's going to say, Peter, you've done it again. I'll say, look, I'm, good. I'm saving money, so don't worry about it, everybody. I feel <laughs> it's going seven. to obliterate the... Uh, it's going to go through so much fuel. That, that is not an economical car. No, and it's so not. So any money you save Nightmarish. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a hell. Yeah, all right, fine. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's not the most economical car <laughs> I could have gone for. But what, look, there was, there was one for sale, 20 grand, in, uh, down in um, sort of Romford, I think, in Essex. And I went... 
Oh, that looks. Oh, the dog's so cool. He's got the chair. We put the foot the chair. The clues have got him. Um, and then I thought, <laughs> you know what? Why am I? Why don't I just pay a much less amount of money to import it myself? And then I'll keep it for a couple of months, sell it on. Jobs are good because they were making the big deal like their twenty k cars. Like this is the only Toyota Century for sale in the UK. And I'm like, I'm going to import it. There's going to be two, all right? And then you're going to put your price down. <laughs> play nice, all right? Bloody or don't hell, play man. at all. I'm taking your toys away from you. So uh, mad, yeah, more on that as I get it. Uh, Ken's gone very quiet since I gave him the po- deposit, but uh, yeah, he, he might come up trumps. You never know. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing the inevitable mm. photos of you riding yes. around in your outdated taxi ca- cab. <laughs> I, I was in a taxi the other day. I was in a rush, got in a taxi, and the driver was really... I've had two really nice drivers. The first one, mm. I had to get a taxi, and it ended up being 40 minutes, and it was endless. But he spoke... He was just a really nice guy. He claimed to know everyone in Japan. We talked mm. about like celebrities and famous people and Yakuza, and he was like, oh, yeah, I know all the Yakuza. Oh, yeah, I know all the celebrities. I don't know if he was lying or he's the, world, the world's greatest, most best-connected cab driver. Uh, and actually, the, the, the new story we're going to talk about today, which is going to inevitably get this video demonetized, and therefore no one on YouTube is going to be able to see it. But if you're listening, great, well done. Uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's a story involving a, a talent agency and a, a horrible predator at the top of it mm. all. Um, but this guy yeah, claimed to sort of know the ins and outs of it and the people involved. And I was like, you, you, are you, what is this? Like, how do you know everyone? And he was very tight-lipped on it all. Very tight-lipped. Ooh. But the other driver just went the wrong way down the road and refused to take my money after the trip. He, he drove the wrong way. Added five minutes onto my journey, and he was like, money, don't pay me money. But I still gave him nearly all the t- cab fare anyway because <laughs> I felt bad for him. It wasn't his fault. Well, it was his fault, but I'm just nice. So that's that, get, that's not a bad um, thing to know actually. When you're um, getting a taxi in uh, a Japanese city, um, I had this in Osaka. Um, learning the sort of language around um, toll roads. We spoke. We started the show last week mm. talking about toll roads, and we started this you one as well. It. You love a toll um, road. When, I love a toll road. Um, Pete Donaldson's toll the ta- roads. The new when series. The taxi coming to my favourite toll roads. <laughs> um, when the taxi driver asks you, "Is it okay to go on a toll road? Is it okay to go for a pay road?" You yeah, know what I mean, because yeah. obviously they add that money onto your uh, onto your onto, onto your fare. Um, so it's probably worth sort of if the taxi driver suddenly goes, "Oh, we're going on this road," and he starts talking to you, he's probably talking about a toll road or an impending um, controlled slide. I don't know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very true. Yeah, I I want to see a, a show where Pete Donaldson travels the world, going, "This is my favourite toll road. I like this yes. road." Yeah, I want to see that. T- Pete. The Donaldson Toll Road Experience. Twenty-three. Mm. <laughs> well, we got a story this week from James, and I don't think it's about toll roads, thankfully. Uh, oh. No, it's no shame. Hopefully not. Maybe it is. I haven't read it yet. I cantankerous Chris and placid Pete. In 2017, my dad and I travelled across Japan for three weeks with just our backpacks. We were staying in Fujinomiya and decided to hike to a well-known beauty spot, Lake Tanuki which I've never heard of. Uh, We walked through beautiful small-hold farms, peaceful hidden cemeteries, and had an interaction with a local farmer obsessed with American motorcycles. As we climbed the hill towards Lake Tanuki, a thick thick fog rolled in. 
Ooh. By the time we reached the lake, visibility uh, had been reduced to a few metres. We could see absolutely nothing of the famous view of Mount Fuji. But we decided to still rent bicycles and cycle around the lake and have some sorba noodles from the little restaurant there. And when it came to our return journey, we had intended to take a bus, but we quickly learned it had not been operating for several weeks. It was a very quiet road, but we decided to give hitchhiking a go. As we sat by the side of the road, I read, If you hitchhike in Japan you will probably be the first hitchhikers they've ever seen. Bugger, I thought. We're going to be here forever. The very first car to drive by, uh, Hide and his family stopped. I love the way he didn't really introduce Hide. He just sort of said, Hide. Yeah, you are Hide. Hide Kojima was there in his car. Uh, He stopped. Hide saw two lost white men, clearly out of their depth, and as he later told us, thought, Aha, two Englishmen. Hide had studied in, <laughs> in the UK. It was on a short trip with his family. They gave us a lift all the way to our hotel and he relished the opportunity to practice his English and told us he was going to be in Kyoto in a few days running a fashion show. Kyoto also yeah. being our next stop. Three days later, my dad and Hide were rip-roaring drunk in a tiny six-seater bar in Kyoto. I left to go find a toilet and returned to hear ha hu he ha ha The owner had wheeled out a karaoke machine and the <laughs> two of them were drunkenly singing along to Michael Jackson without either of them knowing a single word of the song. Bloody hell, it sounds like <laughs> hell on earth. I hate when people do that. A truly bizarre and wonderfully memorable experience. All the best, guys, James. And the, the wonderful tale of Hide, uh, yeah. a man who roams the mountains of rural Japan picking up random white guys and <laughs> taking them to Kyoto for fashion it was, shows. It, Love in it. In my head, because I think he has a similar name. Uh, I think it's Hide in the office, uh, one of the workers who plays, who works in the... Uh, in in the um, what do you call it? The factory, the factory downstairs uh, in the office US. And he was a he was a special heart surgeon. Steady hand. It's um, very <laughs> memorable. So I'm imagining he did from uh, f- from the office. Um, but uh, I very much enjoy um, the mention of like the farmers absolutely loving Harley Davidsons because like there's something about <laughs> Japanese men of a certain age, and maybe it is just because of a certain age. It doesn't matter whether they are 70 or 80 or 50. They all love. 80s stuff. <laughs> oh, look, yes. like stuff yeah, that was yeah, big. Baywatch, guitars, Eddie Van Halen, Kiss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, motorcycles. They all love stuff that was big in America when it all kind of opened up mm. in the late 70s and 80s. It's fascinating. How I don't know why that is. I think... I, I'm not entirely sure why, um, but like I remember when I did the Kyoto bar back in March, we ran the Kyoto bar. The owner of that, really nice guy, who I don't think appeared in the show at all in the video. Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, I love, like, Miami Vice, Daisuke. I was like, oh, Miami Vice, wow, that's cool. And he was like, oh, Crockett, and all, all this stuff. And I was like, wow. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't seen Miami Vice. I think it'd be right up my street, because I love the video game Vice City. I love all the 80s music. I think yeah. I probably should watch it. Um, right. He wouldn't shut up about Miami Vice. He loved it. He loved it. Mm. And I, I relished hearing why he loved it so much. Despite not being able to speak English, so I don't know no. what is it, his viewing experience of Miami Vice must have looked like, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the 80s. They love it here. They love it here. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it in Japan so much. Um, but speaking of the 80s, back in the 80s, <laughs> segue to a new story, yeah. there was a big talent agency uh, at its height of its power. It sounded like he did from, from the <laughs> office. Big talent agency. <laughs> <laughs> a big talent agency big called talent Johnny's. Agency. Good old Johnny's. And Johnny's is a talent agency that was uh, incredibly powerful in Japan as recently as 
probably last year. And then the mm. BBC did a documentary on it, um, exposing the founder of Johnny's, uh, Johnny Kitagawa, as someone, I mean, to say the word is instant demonetization, but it begins with a P, doesn't it, P? Well, it's 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 child abuse, isn't it? It's certainly, oh, it's, um, it's sexually abuse. <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we it's literally a story about sexual abuse. We have to we can't get around um, that. Use, the, use the vernacular uh, around it, whether whatever it does to our YouTube. And maybe it says something strange about YouTube that we're not allowed to use certain words uh, because uh, I mean, it it, it limits uh, us being able to talk about serious things. Uh, yes. Rather than I mean, and the it's... people who wouldn't get demonetized are the sort of people who would I don't know run run around a construction site with a spooky mask on running around. I mean, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that on the old streaming platform. On kick you, you are. Can't, yeah. But you can't talk about uh, really serious um, systemic uh, abuse from a huge uh, Japanese entertainment company. Would it be fair to say uh, that um, uh, Johnny's... Uh, is it Johnny Kitagawa? Uh, yes. His, his name, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Johnny Kitagawa's uh, Johnny and Associates, founded in 1975. Uh, they are... Um, it's hard to sort of understate how important that talent agency was to the pop music of the 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and now. I mean, they are ubiquitous uh, with uh, so many acts of, over the years. Mm, and, I mean, what's, what's annoying is back in, I think it was around 2000, a uh, newspaper or a magazine in Japan mm. ran a story on sort of... They interviewed a few people that had been abused by Johnny Kitagawa, and yeah. it, this agency had a lot of young boys in boy bands and things, and they lived in, like, a dorm in his house, and he had sort yeah. of free reign there. It's Normal sort of, kind of stuff, isn't it, Chris? Normal yeah. stuff, you know. It's all a bit It's all a bit bloody Jimmy Savile, if you're, you know, from mm. the UK, and know his story. It's very similar to that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so they ran an article on it, um, but no mainstream media in Japan picked it up for the simple reason that when media threatened to talk about it, uh, or when media considered talking about it, Johnny's threatened to pull all their talent out of the TV shows and the magazines and the films and yeah. everything. And when they controlled, you know, a, a huge proportion, a, a staggering amount of the A-list talent in Japan, it gave him a lot of power. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a real tragedy, unfortunately, that... Uh, Nobody stood up to him until the BBC documentary came out. And, of course, Johnny is, is himself dead now, passed away, uh, unfortunately, so he didn't get to face the, the brunt of this head on. Instead, his, uh, his niece, who I think is running the company, Julie Fujishima, is, uh, is running it in his stead and his passing. Um, as president of the company. But just today they announced that they want to change the name of the company. And finally, I think they're starting to sort of realise they've got to actually do something and start compensating the people involved uh, because they didn't do a very good job sort of doing much about this when it was all announced and when the media finally cottoned on. But the NHK, the BBC of Japan, have said they don't want to work with the company anymore or the talent involved. And a few other big players in Japan have sort of said, we're going to stay away from the company. And then today, I think they announced they're going to change the name of the company and split it into two parts, one that's going to focus on compensation and one that's going to focus on uh, the talent side of things, um, mm. which is, I think the company's called Smile Up. Smile yes, Up. Yes, Smile hyphen Up. Um, it's going yes, to be what the, a great uh, name. The, the Phoenix organisation. Um, you know, it, it's... I think it's stark that um, it's taken an outside um, force uh, to, 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 you know, have this Jenga uh, tower kind of uh, topple um, after so many years. Um, and it's a story that's re been repeated time and time again um, in, the, in the music industry, I think it's fair to say, when there's power 
imbalances where there's um, situations where you know fame is involved and, 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 and children and, and young young teens and, and, and people want um, what what their stars and, and, and the people they're fans of have um, the, the people will take advantage uh, there's there's, a, there's an argument to say that a lot of the music industry um, in k-pop and j-pop and all of the uh, spheres is exploitative at a base level anyway. Uh, but then, obviously, uh, Johnny Kitagawa um, uh, took advantage of his position at the top and, and the, 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 the love the um, children had on, 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 on becoming stars. Uh, he, he took advantage of that, and it's been an astonishing uh, list of list of crimes. And, mm. and we just know for a fact that for every um, person who may or may not be getting whatever scant um, consideration for, 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 for reparations uh, one would one would suge- suggest they're going to be given out um, there'll be multitudes of people who have who are unwilling to come forward to subject themselves to that because to admit that you have been abused is such a big big uh, step I think it's fair to say um, that we'll probably never know the the, the, the half of actually what went on in the mm. dormitories of, of, of Johnny Kitagawa's uh, employ. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very, uh, it's a horrific story um, with a horrific end. And, you know, I mean, good, good luck with the Phoenix organisation, lads. I mean, really, I mean, if, you, if you're, if you're um, you know, we, we sort of see these kind of empresarios being, um, you know, pe- families will push their kids towards even tainted names in, in the business. You've only got to look at... Um, R. Kelly being a very good example, um, you know, people yeah. would be willing to uh, to, to, to push uh, their children um, towards these uh, these figures because they hold so much power and they uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're locked yeah. to, to so much wealth. So uh, uh, look, it's, it's an astonishingly sad story, uh, but it is hard to understate how ubiquitous uh, Johnny like there's nothing like it really there's there's no one central figure or central agency that does the amount of heavy lifting um, or, or have, have worked in as many um, different spheres in in, 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 in western music it's, there's mm, just nothing like it really no but I, I suppose the closest comparison is, is combine Harvey Weinstein with Jimmy Savile and you, you get Johnny Kitagawa it's not a nice equation mm. to have um, no. But yeah, I mean, dozens of massive bands, you know, Smap, Arashi, Jump, all big part of uh, Johnny Kitagawa and Associates. Mm. Or Johnny, it's just called Jannies, Jannies in Japanese, Jannies. Um, but I, it, it's, it's, yeah, it was a BBC documentary that broke the story or sort of got this sort of ball rolling on this, which is, you know, it's kind of cool that it was, a, it was a British outlet that sort of helped push mm. this and get it over the edge before Jap- like Jap- Japan's own media focused on it. Although I think it really helped that Johnny Kitagawa was already gone, I know, so they didn't yeah. have to worry about repercussions, per se. Well, the new and, company... And also, have you well, heard of I, the I new would, boss, would... though? The oh, new right. boss. Mr. Higashiyama, the new boss, is himself facing questions about alleged sexual misconduct. His response to the allegations was, I don't remember clearly. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. I have trouble wow, remembering. That's, that's a good but, start, oh. isn't it? That's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God's what? sake. So then we'll split oh. Smile Up, or whatever it's called, um, into a new one, into a new two organisations. There'll be another one of that uh, recursively until there's no money left in the pot. But, I mean, look, look, um, you've, you've got to look to a character like... There's a guy called Junior Hiramoto who is heading up a group of uh, men, uh, young, young, young men who um, were abused um, by Johnny or, or under Johnny's uh, employee. And, uh, I mean, such bravery uh, that these young men are showing mm. because the, the, the AP and the people who are reporting stuff there aren't 
identifying the people who have been uh, have been abused. Uh, but these guys, uh, headed by Junior, um, is heading up a group of uh, of Johnny's victims and hoping uh, against hope probably to get uh, a little bit of um, a little bit of solace with with a, with a bit of cash, hopefully. But um, it's it's a, it's a really sad situation, and it, it's it's um, sad that this story that we've seen so many times in mm. entertainment, in music, in sport. Um, as, as, as it's happened again and it's happened over a period of time. It just puts me off. Was somebody who once, you know, wanted uh, to go into the film industry in some capacity, and maybe still does in some way, you know, just hearing stories about all this sort of stuff, the show business, sort of the dark side of show business. There's just so many maniacal, egotistical monsters, you know, who who are just put in positions of power and know how to pull the levers and take advantage of it. And, and, and it really puts the, you off it all. You know, when I think of film, I think creative individuals who want to create something amazing or share something. But then you learn about someone like Harvey Weinstein, who's, mm. you, you don't go, oh, he's a brilliant businessman. You go, he's, he's solely probably tried to get to that position of power so that he can do these awful, fucked up things. And it's just like, oh, fucking music, and films. It, it's just so depressing that, People want to get into those positions not out of creativity, but out of quest to abuse and it's, people. It's it's kind of, and, and it's this kind of um, predatory behaviour that um, they almost play the system quite well. You know, it's the sort of thing that uh, in Japan, like the, the idea of coming out and, and the shame uh, um, that the, the, abu- the abused often feel about coming out and admitting that they've mm, um, mm. you know fallen fallen victim to, to, to some of these crimes. It's really difficult, and you know it's hard enough over here. But good God, can you imagine doing that in Japanese society, admitting that I uh, was was abused? It's 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 yeah, really yeah. Um, it, you know that culture of shame really does go um, somewhere to help these um, perpetrators out. So look, um, we we go again. Oh, the, it, it's sad to say that we, we it's happened again, uh, but we go again, and uh, I don't think anyone's going to be necessarily you know grieving his loss, uh, Johnny not being with us. Right now. <laughs> no, definitely not. But, uh, yeah, we'll be tracking what goes on with Johnny Kitagawa. I guess we won't hear Ooh. that name for much longer once it's turned to smile up whatever the hell it's going to be called. And, of course, it's unfortunate because there are a lot of talent, a lot of good people working under the company who are going to be uh, punished as a result of that. Both talent, I think a lot of talent working with Johnny and Associates are just not going to, like, their career sort of done now as a result of this, probably. Um, so, what a... Oh, 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 just annoying as hell. But enough of that. We'll be back in a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Happier times. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The championship season is over and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. 
who will make it to the Premier League and who will be left heartbroken at Wembley. Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg and in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs and share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app and hit subscribe. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? We've got a message from... Uh, hello, uh, Crispy... No, that was another one. <laughs> Wrong one. Oh, dear. Uh, dear Pineapple Pen Pete. I'm Pineapple Pen Pete this time. Uh, and uh, Alan Davies will play you in the movie, Chris. Alan Is that Davies. fair? Alan Davies got very curly hair. Alan Davies, the British Did he bite, did he bite a homeless dude. man? Did, did Alan Davies <laughs> bite a homeless man? I think Alan Davies... Let me, let me double check before anyone shouts at me. Alan Davies... Homeless man. <laughs> Most people don't know who Alan Davies is. He's a guy yeah, on British matter, TV, yeah. but, but, and he did a show once. He apparently bit a homeless man's ear in a drunken oh. attack in a scene you will not see on QI. Um, anyway, oh. Deep Apples and Pete uh, and, and Chris. Uh, in April 2024, uh, we are going on a cruise around southern Japan. This is tea in Texas. And our stops include Nagasaki, Kagoshima, Kochi, uh, Kyoto, Nagoya, Shimizu, uh, Yokohama, and Busan. In South Korea. I mean, that's not bad when it goes to, um, you know, the old uh, the old ports and stuff. Which of these locations will be best explored by bike? Which should we hike? And which uh, have rivers we should canoe or kayak? Our group is fit oh, and over 21. We'll have six to eight hours in each location. Keep on rocking. Tea in Texas. The thing is, with very specific questions like this... It's it's not oh, that interesting for the people who aren't doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't it's know. like it's like plan your itinerary. This is like this is like what a tour guide should be doing. Surely somebody on the boat will know of these uh, particular situations. Um, I wouldn't recommend be cutting it around the port of Busan on a kayak. Um, <laughs> it is a fairly busy shipping lane, but uh, you be you. Um, but, um, Kagoshima is very beautiful. I imagine there's a few inlets there you could explore by canoe, uh, and it's very still and very beautiful. So uh, yeah, uh, my my uh, my vote goes for um, Kagoshima and the Devil's Washboard. I think you should just kayak through Nagasaki, not in the sea, but just down the street. 
down the street. Just get a kayak and yeah. just sit in the middle of the road and just go for it. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, if you want to hike, Nagasaki is very like hilly and mountainous. So yeah, get hiking that. there. Mm. Have some have some dumplings, famous for dumplings, mm. and. Um, yeah, that's a very specific question, though. It is I mean, a very specific question. But don't know, just, just have a bloody good time, though. Get a bike, yeah. grab a bike, go around the mall on bike. If you've only got six to eight hours, you've got to speed run every single place, right? Yeah. Uh, but try and eat a different dish in each one of those places. That's my advice. That's what I, I mean, do. Eat all the food. Eat all the food. It makes it uh, feel better. I would say that um, the Carnal River in Shimizu Town looks very beautiful. Uh, I've been past it, but uh, yeah, that's the Where is Shimizu? Where the dick, dick is uh, this? It is in Shizuoka. Uh, Shimizu. Mm. Uh, one of the few places I've not been, along with Nikol. We got a question well, from Rich. Place, isn't it? Yeah. It is, Sorry, yeah. One of, the bit, one of the two. Of, I need to get them off my list once and for all yeah. in the next few weeks. Uh, Rich from Jersey says, Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Listen to the podcast while I work in my blacksmith shop. That's cool. Uh, anyway, I'll be back in Japan for my third trip this November. Chris, I've been inspired by your video with American Pete, not the British one. And I'm going to surprise my buddy with a walk across Tokyo. My questions yeah. are. Is the route as easy as following the train? And number two, is that giant fried chicken place still there? If so, where do I go to get it? All the best, guys. Rich from Jersey. The big fried chicken place, I imagine it's still there because it was the most popular tourist thing in all of, uh, what was it, Uh, Akasaka? No, sorry, Mm. Asakusa. Right. We got the Sensoji Temple, a bastion of cultural heritage, and nobody goes. People want to get the chicken, the big fried chicken nearby at the stall. Go and eat that. From Taiwan, no less. It's not even Japanese, but it's good chicken. Uh, Walking across Tokyo is not easy. The only reason I could do it is because I knew the the whole city well. Because the the train line we followed is actually underground. It's the Ginza line. Uh, And and, uh, surprise, surprise, you don't get a visual on the underground train. But generally, use Google Maps. Google Maps, you'll be fine. From uh, Asakusa to Tokyo Station, easy peasy. Or even Shinbashi. It's from Shinbashi to Rapongi that things get a bit more complicated, shall we say. Uh, and so just, yeah, whip out the map for that. But I don't know. Just, why don't you just point yourself in a direction, just walk that way and see where the day takes you. That's my advice. Mm. Uh, we've got one last one here from Raphael. It says, Dear Carnal Chris and Peeping Pete, my wife and I just got married at the end of July. Congratulations. Uh, as we met each other through Kendo, there was never a question where we would go for our honeymoon, the, the land of Kendo. While I've never been to Japan before, my wife has been there several times. So we planned our itinerary for our Japan November trip. We negotiated that we would visit the most common tourist places uh, during our travels. We'll also, also spend one night in Kyushu's Venice of Yanagawa, Famous for its eels. My question is, what would you guys do as a birthday surprise for your one-night stay in Yanagawa? How would you surprise a woman who already knows much of Japan, uh, like uh, much more of Japan than you? Um, I can't think of anything. I need your help. All the best. Raphael from Switzerland. Um, Yanagawa. I went there. I filmed a video. It wasn't very good, and I canned it. Uh, well, it's a nice place, and the eels are very good. The, uh, the eels are very good. I don't, you know what? I think eels are very underrated as a food. Um, I think in Chinese and Japanese cuisine, they are cooked beautifully. Uh, in Cockney, <laughs> jellied eels, they're disgusting. What are you doing? Absolutely they're gross. But they're just, they're just fishy little eels, aren't they? Eels. Yeah, yeah. Unagi, mm. amazing. Yanagawa's mm. great. Yanagawa, it's, it's got like a canal, and they like to call it the Venice of Japan. It's not. The real Venice of Japan is called Kudashki, and it's much better. Right. Go there for your honeymoon. But uh, 
we, we tried to get on a canoe or a boat canal boat and they were like no mm. and then i lied and said i was from the bbc and they were like yeah come on so sometimes you have to tell a few sometimes, talkies sometimes the bbc do terrible out. luck <laughs> <laughs> i would say um did you know i didn't know this but um um venezuela is venice that's it <laughs> it's venice it's based Where on venice going? it's based on venice uh, like we oh, Venice! Like, what? Well, really? Venezuela, yeah, Venice, Venezuela. Venezuela. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, There you go. All the knowledge. All the knowledge right. from the Venezuela, Abroad Japan Let me just double check that. Uh, um, but mm, my birthday yes. surprise for Yanagawa: go down the canal boat, propose again, get remarried on the mm. canal boat, lie that you're you know working for the BBC if you have to to get on that canal boat. Stop mm. at nothing, Raphael. But have a yeah. lovely time with Yanagawa by all accounts. Got, got another one for you. Got another one for oh you. Oh, God. Oh, more fucking Canary, knowledge with Pete. The Canary Isles. Are based Canary on the Canary, Islands. Is it Canary the Isles or the Canary Islands? Is it Canary Islands Canary or Canary Islands. Canary Isles? Canary, Canary Islands. Um, it's dog. Dog Island. Canine. Can, can, not, uh, not the bird. It's dog. Canine. It's named after Very the dog. Good. Should I Very say dog indeed. anymore? Dog. Canine. This, this conversation's over right We're now. Keep the stories questions. so many knowledge bombs. The fun's over. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, (laughs) to do it all over again. But for now, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the podcast that dispenses (laughs) knowledge you'll never need nor want to learn. Oh, my Lord. Have a good few days, guys. See you soon. Canary Islands. My God. (laughs) I think Pakistan might be a uh, a, 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 a initialization. (laughs) On initialism, whatever you call them. There you go. It might be. It's not. It's not actual knowledge. It may or may not be be. knowledge. Brilliant. Kashmir's no. Yeah, the K in Pakistan is is, stands for Kashmir. I think. I think. Goodbye, everyone. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The championship season is over, and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe.